What is the path to awakening supposed to look like, to feel like? How do you know if you are on it? We ask these very sacred and sometimes vulnerable questions to many different women from all walks of life. A conversation that needs to be shared and heard. I'm Jo Hendy. I'm Amanda Parker. And welcome to the Girl Awakening Podcast. Good morning, Amanda. Good morning, Joe. I'm trying to contain my excitement. Yes, we have got electricity like in the room. It's yes. literally one of those mornings where we're just buzzing. So, yeah, yeah, so excited to bring you our guest today. Mm. I'm going to jump right in and read a little bit about our beautiful guest today. So after some major challenges in her life, she started opening up to meditation. This was the beginning, beginning of her healing journey. She began to feel whole again despite the outer circumstances that were still challenging. She chose to leave her business and found herself in a space of nothingness, asking herself, who am I now? Later, she learned that this is called the dark night of the soul. Welcome, Gail Fuller, mm. a.k.a. the bougie healer. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh, we are so, so stoked to have you with us yes. and join us. You know, really, you are on the edge of what's happening and um, we are just so honoured to have you in the space. Thank you for having me. I'm honoured to be here. I'm so excited to be a part of this energy you guys have going. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we have a few questions, um, but first of all, I want to ask you, which um, is because I love the word bougie. And uh, I have a couple of, you know, um, means around it, but I, the one I've got that I think maybe is what it means for you is bougie is an American slang word that originates from the hip hop culture. The word bougie means living larger than life or a luxurious life, yet at the same time being a humble person. It oh. is basically used to describe a diva with a down to earth attitude. And my body's just going to- <laughs> You nailed it. You nailed it. <laughs> That's it. That was important to me when I was like, what is my energy? What is my signature frequency that I want to share with the world? So they're like, aha, that's her is I live in Los Angeles. And so there's a lot of people that haven't felt connected to even openings to spirituality because it looks a certain way to them as far as the hippies and and the festivals and the mountains and all of these things it doesn't really resonate with them right so I'm in a place where people dress really cool they they look really cool and a lot of the spiritual world has judged that in being materialistic or you shouldn't want money you shouldn't want all these fine things it's really of the material matrix world so to me I've been really getting the message that it's it comes together it's all part of the one and we can have the experience however we wish to have the experience there's no right or wrong and we are supposed to live a nice life like we're, we're meant to enjoy earth and we're meant to have an earth experience that we enjoy having and living so if we like certain things or we want to have a beautiful you know life full of traveling and and dressing cool and looking cool and like just being yourself there's nothing wrong with that and so because of that authentic frequency, I've been able to attract a number of people that I would have never been open to this stuff before. So it's been perfect. So beautiful. Yeah. That's such yeah. a that's such great goal. Yeah. 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 Amazing. That's the whole point of it, getting to share your message. Yeah, I love it. 
Thank mm. you. Mm. We might just jump straight in, um, Gail, and ask, how did your awakening begin? Oh, wow. I love this question. Because uh, <laughs> mine was not some ease into it awakening. Mine, like many of us, was uh, just rapid, accelerated, out of nowhere, smack in the face. Oh, you're awake. You know, and and like that was in 2017. So mine was very quick. Boom, boom. I went really hard, really fast. And uh, I had this Kundalini awakening. I was not aware of myself physically having the Kundalini awakening, but I was shown it happening in the astral realm in my body. So when I woke up, all of a sudden I was awake. And this was literally like instant. And so it really threw me into that dark night of the soul really quickly because I had... Uh, I had already had a very hard path as a, as a single mother with four children. And I left, uh, I left a situation that was no longer serving. And, it, uh, I was pretty much homeless with my children and had to work like five jobs. And so I got my feet back up from that. And, um, I found somebody I love. He's a wonderful stepfather of my children. And I had a business and I had all these things. And then all of a sudden I, boom, I was awake. I was a different person. And so it hit me really hard where everything I felt connected to all of a sudden I felt completely disconnected from. That's big. Yeah. That's big, especially when you've worked so hard to hold it together for your family to get back on your feet and then go, Oh, wow. A whole new platform here. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's not only difficult on you as the person who's awakening, but it's also difficult on the loved ones around you who are like, who are you now? Like why all of a sudden are you different? You know. I, I was just about to say that because mm -hmm. not only, um, yeah, you've got yourself to face mm -hmm. because you're now seeing seeing yourself in a different light, but when you've got children there too, it's like um, it's kind of an awakening for them as well because they're looking at you and going, who is this woman or, you know, where's my mum? Yep. Exactly. And then you want to talk about all these things where like, uh, they're like, okay, mom. Like <laughs> Like enough about the aliens, we get it. Stay <laughs> there. Like you were, I know a lot of people get, um, and I know it's written in your wording too, because there was a lot of people that actually thought you were going crazy, and at some point you actually questioned yourself. How did you bring yourself back continually? You know, back into that truth. Yeah, that that actually happened many times for me, and I talked to people on a regular basis that are friends of mine on this journey, their teachers, their guides. It also happens to them. Well, they'll, we'll call each other and be like, oh, is this really real? Yeah. <laughs> because it gets, it becomes, those are the moments where it becomes so overwhelming and you feel so very alone. You're wondering like, am I, am I crazy? Yeah. But what has brought me back for me personally is I've had so many experiences in this reality and the physical such as galactic contact and ascended masters appearing in front of me and speaking with me in front of groups of people. Like these things have happened to me in the physical realm where I never doubted again, if I was crazy and miracles have occurred because I chose to trust the unseen and trust the unknown where I've never experienced miracles like this in my life. So those things are what kept me going and putting me back in my body. Because many times when you feel that, am I crazy? Uh, is any of this real? Like you feel like you don't want to be here anymore because it becomes so overwhelming. And I know so many people that struggle with that. So 
trust and, and trust is like the biggest thing that we're learning and mastering because it's like trust in the unseen. And wow. if you can trust unseen like that, then you're passing the test. Like, so, yeah, it's so powerful what you're saying. I know that for a lot of the women that we have on the podcast who have had either a channeling experience or a near-death experience or um, something outside of the physical, that, that it's all of a sudden it's showered them in this certainty and they just know, they know there's no shutting that door now. It's just like, no, mm-hmm. I know who I am. And some of them have had to leave partners that they've yeah. been with for years because you know, it it just doesn't fit anymore. And, you know, some of them have had to, even with children, you know, they've had to just trust that everything is going to work out if they stay true. And it's, that's the hardest part, but it's also the the most rewarding part. It is there. There's, I'm actually writing a book about all of this and I'm actually, actually writing the chapter right now about relationships because a lot of relationships do split off. Um, I have clients who, split off with their partner and then their child left them too because they thought they were crazy. And there's a lot of those incredible tests that we get put through. And then there's people that don't leave their partners and they're staying with a partner that doesn't understand them or thinks they're crazy. And so there's different situations where it really can be a test of, of your faith and your trust in this. Like these are the people closest to you. How, how much pressure are you going to be able to, to be under in this journey? And that's when you start to shine the most. Yeah. The whole thing around being going from carb, you know, a diamond is carbon as well, just made under huge pressure. Couldn't be, but it's, I feel like it's taken on a whole new level of understanding with where like what you said at the beginning around the change of guards and where we're in at the moment some of these things that we've you know we've said for a while they've taken on a whole new meaning of understanding and like oh yeah I really get what that means now yeah yeah and it's getting super real now for many of us where it's getting to this point right now that we're shifting at such an accelerated rate where we're all feeling these feelings coming up, these emotions, this anger, everything that we've ever given our power away and allowed ourselves to be in these powerless situations. It's all coming up right now because that's not going to be the case anymore. We're not going to be in this powerless state anymore. So that's why people are really feeling all of these things right now. And a lot of things are happening in their life to give them those experiences that they have to go through. And like, I call them chambers of lessons that we all have to go through certain chambers of these lessons so that we can ascend to the next level. So we're all at this very, very turning point right now, this big turning point right now of mastering ourselves. So it's becoming very uh, intense right now. Oh, I don't know whether I like the word chamber. That feels like I'm going to be in there for a long time. (laughs) I I think think of Egyptian energy, like the chambers and the and the pyramids and things like that. It's more like um, esoteric, yeah. Because the word container has been around a lot, and I I value it, but it for me it feels very constricting. Whereas the word chamber feels yeah quite different. And move to the next chamber. Move to the next chamber. Shift chambers, you know. Look, I'm I'm excited, and I really just want to go. Let's talk about that. But we're gonna stick to our questions just so. And listeners get an understanding of your journey. Um, and yeah, it will, I know it will support them as well. So when did you first notice a shift in your thoughts about the world? So um, yeah, I think you know what I mean there. 
Yeah. Um, I think what happened for me happens to many of us where we wake up with so much realization all at once. It, it, we start to go down this black hole of uh, conspiracy theory. They've been lying to us. They've been putting fluoride in the water. They're, you know, it's Hollywood, all the movies, they're, they're programming us, they're programming our children. So we go into this like, oh my God, did you know this? Did you know this? Did you know this? <laughs> <laughs> and then you start annoying everybody around you <laughs> to watch documentaries and like conspiracy theory talking and all this stuff so that's kind of what happened to me too where I shifted uh I I we used to go out brunching on Sundays and get drunk at brunch and like <laughs> come home and like relax and watch a movie and all of a sudden I was like I don't feel like doing that anymore I don't want to do that anymore so everything everything shifted on how I saw the world and how we're treating ourselves and our bodies and what we're watching and what we're listening to my music taste changed everything started to change and it was just instant wow so you yeah. had a full download <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Really fast. But I like, I never choose the easy path. So I, I knew that I set it up like that. It's <laughs> so wild because I know we've had a lot of people come on that have had an experience, like either mm. their body's broken down or something's happened for them to then, you know, have that slow kind of awakening. Um, I don't know whether we've had anyone on that's actually just been bang. <laughs> and that's for you, that must have been really not only heavy on your psyche, but heavy on your body as well, because it's that energetic vibrational frequency change as well. How did you go with that? So I was in the fitness industry and I owned a cycling business and I was teaching boxing classes and I was also at the same time training to fight. Oh. So I was... I was in the boxing gym every day and then I would go teach a cycling class and then I would go teach a boxing class and then I would go lift at the gym and I used to compete uh, in, in those competitions for bodybuilding and this whole lifestyle immediately changed for me. I stopped all of it. I said, my body needs to slow down. I left the fitness industry. I said, I don't want to be draining my energy like this. I've been like abusing my body, not really listening to it. I haven't even been connected to my body in a long time because I just keep beating it up. So all of that shifted really quickly for me. And I started wanting to do more yoga, more like walking and hiking and, and nature stuff. So that all shifted for me too. But, and that's, I mean, I guess in a way it gave you a huge capacity to be able to embrace a big energy shift or input, but to recognize, you know, the transition into the uh, nourishing, the nurturing of nature and those spaces mm -hmm. and what it gives to you, the replenishment of what it gives to you. That's yeah. a beautiful thing to be able to embrace that and not kind of go, but this is who I am. This is my identity, not fight it exactly and for me it I realized what was happening is my feminine energy was balancing out because I had been in a masculine energy for so long that I didn't understand that we can slow down and we can allow we can flow and just listen to our body and listen to our intuition more so that was a real balancing for my energy oh, oh wow that's huge can you just explain just for our listeners too um the difference in between for you personally with your masculine energy that you just spoke about that you and then the, the feminine for you the difference between the two and how yeah yeah so I mean for me being a single mom first was when my masculine energy was on overdrive because I was like working five jobs uh, it was always about 
doing. It was always about, I need to make money and I need to do this and I need to take the kids here. And it was always doing and doing and doing. And it became such a doing energy that I became drained and burnt out. And I kept hitting a wall financially. Like I just wasn't, I couldn't get the abundance I was looking for. And so when I learned how to slow down and balance and, and learn how to tune into my body and just go step by step day by day and allow the flow of things, things started to shift for me. I started to align with things I wanted to be doing more of instead of forcing everything to happen. And so it was, it was balancing out my ability to flow. So the feminine energy is more about surrender, flow, allow, listen to your intuition. It's more tapping into that spiritual side of yourself where the masculine side has been like, work hard, do this. You got to make more money. You got to make it happen. Um, go hard, never rest. Don't sleep. I don't need no sleep. I, that needed to balance out. And, and it happens to a lot of us. I was just going to so say much. that that could be a podcast. You could do a whole podcast just on that yeah. alone, mm -hmm. because I know there's a lot of um, our beautiful women mums out there that are, that are living in that masculine world and don't even or unaware that they are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And it creates such a resistance and people ask, why am I so stuck? Why am I so blocked? I keep doing this. I keep doing healing sessions. Even when you're spiritual uh, and you're spiritually tuned into all of this, they, they're doing too much. You know, I, why am I keep hitting a wall? I'm doing, I'm working with a shaman. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I'm meditating every day. I'm like, cause you're doing too much. <laughs> where's, where's your downtime with a cup of tea? <laughs> tell people all the time unplug from the spiritual stuff mm. and just be human because that's spiritual in itself and we've we've disconnected the two too much oh yes. i love that yeah that 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 whole language around disconnect is just so loud because just what you were saying joe and what you've been explaining gal like there's so many things we've been disconnected from so being yeah. still like even like doing yoga and sitting in that which you know a lot of people find hard to be in that mm. stillness mm -hmm. and allow what comes through in that space it feels a bit uncomfortable initially like you, in the meditation people often find that really difficult to start that journey yeah mm -hmm. and that, that will tell you kind of where you're at with yourself if you have a hard time being still with yourself you're still fighting yourself yeah. so that's a good for people and that's meditation got me Meditation actually uh, sparked my awakening and it helped me balance out my masculine and feminine. So meditation was huge for me with that. Was it, what was it about the meditation? Were you getting um, shown things or talked to, or was it just you sitting in the stillness? It was me sitting in the stillness. That's all it was. I didn't hear things. I didn't see things. It was just energetically shifting me to the point where it, literally catalyzed my kundalini awakening and my hands would sting and burn and I learned that I was a healer and so I went and got trained in Reiki and that opened up a whole new world for me yeah yeah wow we will get into that I'm excited to hear more about that yeah. um so just on the next question is what kind of things um have happened or are happening to you and for you now that you've kind of let go you know mm -hmm. what kind of things are uh, happening yeah. around you and for you oh much wow <laughs> like it's amazing too because I have let go and I've trusted so much even with a partner who does think all of this is quite crazy yeah. and so 
really a great teacher for me, a beautiful teacher of how to trust myself and my heart and my intuition, no matter what. So I, I now a co-founder of Mount Shasta Healing Retreats, where we have beautiful retreats and, and life-changing experiences. Um, I'm working with people from all over the world online every day. I have programs and workshops, and I have all of these beautiful things going and connected with such incredible people where before I was like so alone, so in my mind about it all, but because I let everything go and I just trusted and I do this every single day where I'm just allowing the flow of things like I'm writing a book now and I will see where that takes us. Um, I've just listened all the time and I just recorded a, a contact meditation for galactic contact in a studio with an incredible producer here in Los Angeles. And we have incredible people involved with that. And just, I'm just, you know, allowing these incredible things to be attracted to me. And it's a knowing that everything is in alignment. So because of that, I have all these incredible projects going on that are so in alignment with my divine mission and purpose and to wake up every day and feel I'm in my mission, I'm in my purpose is the best feeling ever. And that's because I let it go and I surrender. Oh, it's uh, so beautiful. I can feel yeah. so much fulfillment. The word keeps coming in fulfilled, fulfilled, fulfilled. Um, yes. And yet you're doing probably less than you've ever done. Um, and physically, physically, yeah, yeah. And everything's just flowing. And I know I asked this to you mm. off air before, but um, was there like, I found you on Instagram. Um, you know, where we find most people these days. Yeah. But was there a point where you just all of a sudden, was it like you woke up one day and all of a sudden you had like, you know, I don't know, 20, 30,000 followers or was it a gradual thing or did you, was it just like bang, like your awakening, it just kind of happened like that? So the way it happened for me is I had a following from the fitness industry because I taught at places like Soul Cycle that are really well known and I had quite a big following there. But I only had I think I was like sixteen thousand people on my on my Instagram, um, and I and those a lot of those people stopped following me when I started talking about aliens. <laughs> So even though I knew that would happen, I gained an uh, an entirely new community, and so. For me, it was no matter what happened that day, I committed to putting my energy on there. I committed every single day, once a day to going on there and just being myself. Yeah. There was a time where I was trying too hard <laughs> and that yeah. didn't get it. That didn't, that didn't get any traction when I was like, I'm just going to be me. I'm not going to try to be anything other than myself here. I'm not going to try and look a certain way. I do anything. That is when I started to build my true community. So it happened over the course of time. It took dedication, commitment. It wasn't some instant thing that happened for me. Yeah, yeah. And you'd really feel that on your on your um, Instagram that you you feel like that connection, that personal connection. Absolutely. You know yourself coming through. You really feel like you're in a connection with you. Yeah, I was mm. going to say each time that I watch one of your videos, I feel like you're talking exactly just to me. Yeah. <laughs> no one else. It's just to Joe. Joe, here's a message for you. <laughs> I love that too. And it's so good to hear because that's I'm just channeling. So when you're channeling, I used to have people in my cycling classes say, dude, you were saying exactly what I needed to hear. Like, I was like, I don't even remember what I was saying. And I learned that I was channeling. So, so I'm always just channeling. So it's so good to hear that when I hear that, it just feels so good. Yeah. So, so when you were talking about like that, um, the burning energy coming through your hand and being drawn to Reiki and then burning, cause Reiki in itself is like a channeling, isn't it? Like the energy comes through you. 
did that right. how was that experience for you when you learned yeah that was life-changing for me that took me to a whole new level because when you now I train other Reiki healers when you go to certain levels like you get an upgrade in your energy system because you're able to channel more energy through you and because of that you're dropping density so you're you're dropping down the heaviness and you're raising your own frequency and this creates a more magnetic structure for your energy to attract higher frequency things into your life so not only is it like helping others but you're totally like shifting yourself. And because of all the energy work I was doing every day, I opened up my third eye, uh, my clairaudience, my clairvoyance, everything came online more and more to where I could hear the spirit world. I can see the spirit world. I was having experiences with beings coming into my sessions and it just took off from there. So that was all because I started the Reiki healing. Amazing. Oh, that's so beautiful. So did it feel like in a sense that like a huge activation, but it did it also feel like you were coming home? It did. It did. And you know, that's funny you say that coming home because I, there was a point where I was ascending in my abilities so fast, I didn't understand them. Uh, and I had these beings coming into my sessions and I had people coming to me for Reiki, but I was, I was like, activating their DNA. They were like waking up to a whole new level and it was instant. And I, so I went to a friend of mine, Eagle woman, uh, who's an incredible ancient shaman here. And I said, look, I don't know what's going on. She said, come to a session with me. And she pulled up my soul grid. And she said, you had a past life in Jerusalem. Your name was Miriam in the times of Yeshua. And you were an incredible healer and you're back here for unfinished business. Oh. So so it did feel like I was coming back to myself. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Oh, that isn't that isn't that just <sighs> knowledge that sharing of the soul journey mm. creates so much, I'll say surety, but just that you know, understanding. Yeah. Not understanding of yeah. memory activation, right? Yeah. 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 I'm actually <laughs> I mean it's probably sick of me talking about it. But I've, I'm I'm watching The Chosen. Have you heard of The Chosen? It's yeah, but I haven't watched it. No, it's so beautiful. And I'm not Christian or any of that. But I've and I've never really watched or read the Bible or any of those things. So it's really beautiful watching it from a place of um. Which you know, I'm teasing her and calling her a born again Christian. <laughs> no, 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 it's <laughs> Grew up as like a hardcore Christian too, so I mean, I gotta watch this. <laughs> oh yeah, because it's so beautiful, and it's everything you're saying. I'm, it's mm. just so resonating with me with through this show, like just how Jesus walked the earth, you know, creating miracles. And I'm thinking, if He can do it, then we can all do it, you know. And it's all about that having mm. faith and trust, and without the whole religious um, entanglement entrapment behind it, yeah. Yeah, that Yeshua was teaching us about ascension. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. How we can just like he did. Yeah, absolutely. It's so beautiful. Oh, I love that. So beautiful. Um, okay, so we're moving on to the next question. I feel like the oh. questions are so relevant. I don't know how to talk about other things. Um, oh, so have you decided to change anything? We know you've talked about a few different things, but um, maybe if we could get a little bit more specific, even around diet. Or I know you talked about alcohol, but is there anything you anything you've had to change? A lot, yeah, a lot. Um, my whole diet changed, but especially because I was a Reiki healer, and this was nothing that I tried to do. I've gone vegan before because I watched a documentary and I was like, I can't eat meat anymore. <laughs> 
for like six months and then I started eating meat again. But then when I became a healer, something was changing in me where I literally finished a healing session. And I went to eat some chicken and I almost threw it up and my body was like, nope, you're not eating that anymore. And then, oh, at first it was like beef, then it was chicken and then it was eggs and then it was fish. And all of a sudden I was vegan. Like <laughs> everything felt too heavy for me vibrationally that was like dairy or meat or anything like that. And it wasn't any research I did, nothing. It was literally my body was telling me, you're not going to eat this anymore. And ever since that happened, I I have my energy back because I was getting very lethargic. I was feeling very foggy headed, um, mentally foggy. And that all lifted when I when I stopped eating the, the meat and the dairy. And for everyone, it's different. I have people ask me all the time, like, am I supposed to be vegan? Or really, it's just what your body is telling you you need in that moment. So there's no like rules to this. So for me, I went vegan. I didn't drink any more alcohol. Um, I didn't smoke any more cannabis because I was at one point in my awakening smoking cannabis every night to try and ground myself because I was so ungrounded. Um, so yeah, I just stopped everything. Yeah. Have you been down that path of um, any plant medicine or anything in those realms? Um, no, I, I've done like microdosing with mushrooms, but I've never done ayahuasca. I've never done combo. I've never done any of these things. Uh, I just never felt the need to, I do have a want to, yeah. uh, I definitely want to experience some of like the ayahuasca. I'm definitely curious in the experience, but I've been guided, especially because I work with Mount Shasta, which is a vortex energy. And the, I'm working with that energy all the time. The mountain itself, that energy has told me that I need to keep my vessel clear because I'm holding so much energy from the vortex. So that's kind of what I've been keeping my vessel clear from everything because of that. Yeah, wow. That's, that's a beautiful honoring, isn't it? Because, yeah. And again, that really deep listening to what's right for you, the resonance of where you sit in exactly. your purpose and your fulfilling of what your expression is. Exactly. Yeah. And for me, it's it's uh, been nothing but expansive. It's, it's been, I haven't needed anything to catalyze anything for me because I'm just trusting what my energy is doing. Because okay. a lot of the time when we're experiencing these things, it's to look for answers or to find ourselves in a deeper way or to transition mm -hmm. into a different space. So to, you know, I guess the crash course that you've had from like, just like boom, mm -hmm. and then the trust that you're experiencing. And did you say that you are a Christian? Like, a, is that what you... Yeah, I used to, I grew up in Tennessee in the Bible Belt, we call it. My whole family is like pastors and preachers. And um, when I was married, I was like a worship leader at a church. We were very wow. Christian. Yeah. And then after all that happened and I had my awakening, I understood uh, more of the big picture of what was happening. And that's when I was like, okay, this is the closest to God I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah. It, realize that that a lot of that has these rules and regulations and judgments and criticism and separations in it that is such an illusion and I and I just broke through that illusion and I felt the closest to God that I've ever been on my journey yeah so pure, the pureness of it isn't it and the simplicity of it without all the little people <laughs> yeah yeah and now you know like even my mother who's like are you sure you're not dealing with demonic things with these aliens and all these you know spirits you talk to and I'm like no like I explain things and she's like opening up to it so you know what she just it's like a trust thing the right people will understand it if they need to 
Absolutely. And mm -hmm. the thing that I'm getting from you and that I've seen from you is that um, you have this beautiful, simple way of um, sharing what is, is going on or what's going on for you or what's going on energetically that mm. there's it's not complicated and when yeah. you when you share from that space it's just so um like grounding but also ah oh, that's like a relieving feeling you know it's like oh it's not as complicated as I thought it was going to be or it is right right because a lot of this can be very overwhelming and you're not there's terms people use and you know it can seem very like in the quantum world very complicated but when you're just bringing it down into the body which is like my role on the earth is like bringing it down into the body now is it makes it more relatable understandable you feel connected to it and so that's that's really nice to hear it's been received that way and i hear that all the time because it's just like hey we're normal people <laughs> that's why i'm a bougie healer because like we're, we're we're here to be, <laughs> be human and like let's be all the way human you know <laughs> absolutely. absolutely so you explained a little bit around um it, you know we're going to talk a bit about Manchester because that's really pulling me in in your retreats and things but what started what did you notice happening around you when you started you know you really honored living in this space as this is your life every day this is who you are stepping into that what did you notice happening around you um, on a personal level, my relationship had a lot of strain because I was living it more and louder and, and it became everything I talked about and everything I thought about. So there was a big learning experience for me there where I felt like things were moving apart, but I had to come back into my body and integrate this more. So there's, I felt a lot of that shifting for me in my personal life. And then when I integrated it back into the body and a, a better understanding of what was going on, then I even shifted more into being able to help more people. And I've noticed that the level of people that I help on different paths and, and parts of their journey is based on where I'm at. And so I'm just like a few steps ahead where I can reflect something back to them that I just learned recently. And it's always moving like that. So I've noticed as I'm shifting, as I'm more in my power, I'm working with people who are moving into that space, moving into their power, into that energy. Oh, I so love that you've just said that because it's like I get to that no one gets left behind. And yeah. that when you're moving into that space of pure love mm. is that you are then holding a space where it doesn't matter what's happening in it, you're available and able to, um, you know, move in with those people, no matter who they are and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. I see each one of us as a guide. I see every single one of us as leaders of the new earth. And so... It doesn't matter if it's like a person at the store or a person, you know, that, that you're just bumping into, like you're guiding somebody based on what you've just experienced and you're activating their DNA and you're helping them shift. So we're all just moving through these things so we can help the next wave of people. It's so beautiful. Cause then again, mm -hmm. I can feel where that creates more expansion. If, if, if it's anything but love, we're shutting ourselves off and mm -hmm. down. Um, yeah. when we move into that beautiful space of allowing and being there for all, um, it, all it's doing is creating more expansion for ourselves and others. It's so beautifully put. Exactly. <laughs> can agree and more. Yeah. yeah. And that connection spark that you, what you said, how meditation sparked your awakening, that, that pure love creating, you're sparking more connection. Yeah, it does. And I've had a lot of people have their awakening through plant medicine 
or, you know, meditation also, or just even getting sick in their body or having an accident or almost dying. There's everyone has their awakening spark in a different way. And it's all based on what we came here to learn. So it's beautiful to see how everybody's learning. Yeah. That's so beautiful. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the alignment with everything that we've been talking around this week, it's just, uh, it's just incredible. Like, yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, so it's so beautiful. I just feel like it's sitting, sitting with you feels like it's, it's just so easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like we're when you realize you take up down all the facades, all the masks, all the trying to be a certain way, and you're just yourself you feel connected because we're all just part of each other that's when it feels home that's when it feels like oh this is family (laughs) yes yes beautiful just (laughs) (laughs) your your um can I come back to your socials like your latest I'm not sure if it's the last time but recent um reel that you put out where you talk around the root chakra and how Mm -hmm. it's about connecting into that and embracing your um yourself and disconnecting from the collective energy i mm-hmm. found that so powerful because you know we're off, we don't often have an understanding of ourselves being empathetic you know how much we plug into that collective energy i mean there's the whole mainstream media and stuff that pulls us in but just on an energy level how we can be so plugged in and not aware of it yes. it was really a very conscious oh drop in and what you get in that overwhelmed especially when there's a lot going on in the world like there is right now and that's why you know my guides have always said remind people remind yourself to keep tuning into your own energy keep keep raising your frequency as high as possible and there's always going to be things in the world that are triggering us and our vibration and we forget for a second that where our mind goes and our energy goes that's creating more of that so we just have to bring it back into the root, back into the body and remember that, okay, what am I thinking? What am I feeling? How am I reacting? I'm in charge of this creation right now. So we're just remembering that we're the creators even more now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's the beautiful definition of that self-empowerment, you know, and taking back the power. Exactly. Because of most of our life, we have felt powerless in some form. And, you know, whether it's around money, whether it's around where we are in our life and our kids and our partners and whatever it is, we felt powerless. But now we're we're becoming empowered to where the spine represents a support system. The root represents your stability, your balance, your foundation. And we're building that foundation energetically within ourselves to where it's going to show up in the physical more in our reality based no matter what's happening around us what everybody else is doing we have a strong foundation we have a strong root we're growing our branches out now oh yeah let's just sit with that for a moment that's so beautiful i love trees yeah i literally just picturing myself as a tree (laughs) i love that okay we're gonna keep going so i want to we want to chat more about just you know other stuff yes um what do you do now to support yourself for staying in the moment? 
That's a, that's a big one for me. Uh, I have unplugged from a lot of what I did for my spiritual practices to allow myself to be a mom more, to allow myself to go outside and just hang out with my dog more. Uh, and I've allowed myself to be more human because what was happening, I was doing a lot of spiritual practices every single day. I was tuning into the energy every day and I was forgetting to do these human things. And so I was getting really ungrounded. <laughs> and so what I've done is I've allowed myself to like just pull the plug on reading all the spiritual books, pull the plug on doing the cards and whatever I was doing and just play with my kids, hang out, watch a movie, like just go do something human more. And that is like a daily practice for me now that I'm really, I'm really implementing. That's allowing me to be really present. And my relationships are flourishing because of it. Um, you know, my connection with my kids is, is really connecting deeper now. And so it's been beautiful. It's yeah. It seems to be a real thread. It's that seems to be a real thread. It's like the complete opposite to um, what has been, you know, being spiritual it's like, no, 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 we need to be more human and then we will be more connected. It's like um, feet on the ground, looking after those around us um, yeah. and still doing and, and being all of those beautiful um, true things to ourselves that you've talked mm -hmm. about so beautifully through the podcast. Yeah. But, yeah, it's it's completely gone back to um, the being, beginning hasn't it really being, being naturally spiritual in your actions as opposed to kind of studying it you know or looking yeah. for guidance in it yeah teachings really resonated with me on that and it kind of got me to this understanding was mary magdalene oh. which is one one of the books taken out of the Bible, because these teachings were very powerful for the divine feminine, which is the energy we're talking about. We're getting into our feminine, where we're becoming more present, we're becoming more harmonious and balanced with ourselves being here in the present and surrendering. So her teachings were, you know, Jesus was teaching about ascension, right? And Mary was talking about descension of the good, meaning God, into the heart. Wow. Oh. So bringing God into your heart, bringing God into your body, being human. So that is, that's the phase that I've been in. That's been very, very powerful because most of us get to that place when we have our Kundalini rays all the way up to our pineal gland, we get super spiritual and we want to do all these spiritual things. And then there's a time where we're like, okay, we got to bring it back down into the body, back down into the human experience. And that's when doing human things is so powerful. <laughs> Just doing regular everyday things yeah, yeah. yeah the mindfully doing them doing it being present in them as opposed to which we so often get caught out with or just squeeze yeah. this and I'm still thinking about work but you know I'm doing it <laughs> exactly. I, I, yeah I'm having this visual of, of that is it the taurine field is that what it's called where it's like yeah you know this thing that keeps mm. it's like it's everything in 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 motion and in flow it's like you know being all of it at once just allowing it all to be where it needs to be at the right time exactly and that's kind of where we're at and it gets overwhelming because we're tuning into our multi-dimensionality where we're not just this one-dimensional being now we're tapping into the other dimensions that we're experiencing and it becomes overwhelming so we have to really then bring ourselves into the human body more, get in our body more. Working out is really good for that. Walking, hiking, getting in nature is really, really good for that because now we're aware of ourselves in multiple dimensions and, and other realities. And, and eventually we're going to be aware of all of them at the same time happening. So that's going to be really crazy on the brain. So yes. this, these are the times where we got to get in the body. 
when we don't want to, when we're having fun somewhere else. She's been spending a lot of time trying to get out of your body. Yeah, see, everyone's so busy trying to astral project. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. We got to get in. <laughs> you need your feet on the ground your head can be in the cosmos that's yeah her, and heart in the middle <laughs> so true this is a beautiful exactly. I mean, the way so, sorry the, the, again. we we get to go to the next level mentally spiritually yes instead of well, I guess, I guess that means like you, what you're saying is like a wholeness like instead of fragmented we get to go whole yeah yeah because we separate it we separate the experiences when we should not just like be together in the experience like you're saying it's all part of like one energy all the time mm, yeah oh. yeah it's just like <clears throat> my head is popping <laughs> my head's been popping the whole time um okay so this next question i'm going to ask you i just want you to go wherever you want to go with it um i'd love i'd love for you to talk um in depth with when when I ask the question, you know what I'm talking about. Um, with the way that you see um, the world, and um, you know, we'll just let you fly away with whatever you want to talk about because um, I'm loving every part of it. But how do you see the world now, and what do you see next for us? Wow! Oh man! Okay, love <laughs> <laughs> this question. So. Where I see us now, and this is, I don't connect with people that are, uh, it's not that I don't connect with people. I don't connect with the narrative that is focusing on the doom and gloom of what's happening in the collective, what's going to happen with the financial system, this and that. I'm very aware of it, but it's important to be aware of what's happening, but not focus on it so much that every day you're focusing on these energies and you're creating more of it. So I do see that that is happening in the collective. I know that we're going to have a breakdown of systems in order to create a new one. Um, and I feel like what's happening is with our ascension, with the people that are shifting with this energy and having their awakening and just choosing to drop more and more density, we're going to experience things differently than those that are choosing not to hold that energy. So we're going to experience ourselves moving more into alignment with, with mission, with purpose. People are going to step into their, I've seen everyone step into their mission more than ever now. Um, people not wanting to work their 3D jobs anymore, and they want to go into their spiritual mission. I'm seeing everybody shift into their purpose at a really accelerated rate right now. So I feel like everyone's getting in their positions. Everyone's like getting ready to go. <laughs> like mass awakening i do know and and foresee within probably 26 2026 2027 a very there's like a 90% chance i'm feeling of a very massive contact experience with extraterrestrials that is going to change everything it's going to change religion it's going to change the way everybody thinks and feels about everything that's going on that's going to be a catalyst for a lot of change right there. So the reason that I've chosen to work with Mount Shasta is I've got offers across the world to open wellness uh, centers and, and all these things, but I've been choosing to stay with the energy of Mount Shasta and keep working with that energy because of these contact experiences that I've been having uh, and the messages and the knowledge that's being taught to me. Uh, so a lot of this information is why I teach about this, because we are having what's called the new Lemuria activate uh, this, this Lemurian consciousness, which 
I've been taught a lot about and continuing to work with the Lemurian Council in teaching more about the Lemurian consciousness. So that's coming back now. It's activating Atlantean timelines. The Lemurian timelines are activating the codes within us now that we have access to more of our abilities. Our DNA is shifting. So we're coming back into our power now in a way that we're going to be experiencing more abundance. Everyone's worried about the financial system collapsing, but there's going to be a new system for us that's already accessible. There's going to be centers for us to be able to access that that are pure of heart and you know help humanity so there's there's a lot going on that we're going to be fine and so anyone who's worried about like all the collapsing in the world there's also rebuilding already going on behind the scenes that's going to be ready and we're, we're always protected divinely there's a whole plan in store for all of us and so what i feel is everybody's getting this urge to step into their power because they're going to be very much needed in the times to come in the next year or two when people are having massive awakenings because we have the sun that's spewing out these solar flares coronal mass ejections and light is information so all this information is coming in from our galactic core and it's activating the memories in our dna and our abilities are coming online we're starting to crystallize our light bodies our physical bodies will change so it can hold more energy because the earth is being taken into a higher frequency and resonance so anything that's no longer resonating with this, this light frequency is going to dissipate, it's going to dissolve, it's going to collapse. And we're going to see all of this happen very rapidly now. The veil is thinning more, so we're going to start seeing uh, a lot about the truth in Hollywood and politics, financial system, everything is going to come up in the next year or two, especially. And this is when we're going to have a lot of change. So yeah, I'm seeing a lot of collapsing, but a lot of really incredible, empowering things happening for us where we're all in our divine mission and role. Everyone's going to understand why they're here. Everyone's going to be really connected to their soul family. And just we're getting in positions right now for some really massive events occurring. Wow. 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 Like, yeah. I was yeah. to say, fuck yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yes. <laughs> Well, then I think I'm I'm projecting in my mind, like 2032, around that time, we're going to be merging as a galactic society with free energy, with things like med beds and, and curing illnesses and all of this information and knowledge that has been hidden from us and controlled and taken away from us where we could have been super advanced civilization by now, like we used to be. Um, but it's all coming back in such a way that it's going to change everything. It's going to change everything. So this is all something to very much look forward to. And there will be trying times in the coming days and months and this year. It's going to be a lot on people. So we just have to remember what's coming after that is, is this has to happen in order for us to get there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, so it's, and it's about not being distracted by outside influence or any of that and it's just staying I think mm. staying in your own lane this is what we keep getting you know it's staying true to you staying in your own lane don't be distracted by what's going on out there yep. um yeah yeah and and discernment is the biggest thing because there could be a project blue beam where they are projecting some kind of you know holographic thing I've heard to about this yes I was going to say that before yeah, that, that's a possible timeline. And there could be many possible timelines where they're going to project holographic images to make people afraid. And all of these things can happen. So we need to remember, okay, discern, we'll feel into this. Does this feel like it's resonating with you? And at some point, we aren't going to have the internet for a minute. And, and we're not going to have any way to communicate with each other at some point. So there's going to be telepathy coming online. And <laughs> see, there's always some like brightness. And the reason of the 
is happening is because we're balancing now we're harmonizing so there's always a reason for all of these things that need to happen so it's just like kind of a a calm trust i have because of the things that i've been shown and the the, the dimensions that i've been and the things that i've been receiving knowledge wise is there's so many incredible things coming but we're going to just have to experience some turbulence on the way there and learn how to really trust ourselves and trust the creator wow and and mm-hmm. it's just it's that simplicity again that i'll just been in that space and really I mean that's just I think it's one of the most underrated words the word trust and the word faith mm. yeah those two words together or I guess trust faith and love being yes free brings yes. us to what is possible as you've just shared everything you've been shown and what you've been shared brings us into immediate resonance with that being so possible Mm -hmm. I think that's probably one of the most powerful things to talk about, because especially when people are on their awakening journey, they do feel very, very alone and very isolated, even if they are in a relationship or, you know, they have friends and communities, it can feel very alone. And so if you have that kind of trust and that kind of faith to keep going, even though you feel like you might be crazy or people are calling you crazy or you don't know what's going on, you have no answers, you don't know why you're being directed, but you're just following it. When you have that (laughs) that kind of trust like you have a big mission you have a big purpose and that's why you're going in this direction and that is so many incredible massive things are going to happen for you because of that trust because of that faith and I've already been like confirmed over and over with this of like when you trust like this you're going to get initiated into a whole new level where you're able to receive more where you're able to experience more of love more more freedom more of this connected consciousness that you've been searching for for yourself your heart your love connection so the more you trust yourself the more you have faith in the unknown and the void that you're in it gets so much more expansive every time wow that's that's I'm just thinking of when I when I came in this morning I said to Amanda I have a question to ask yeah and I think it's really poignant in in where people are sitting at the moment Mm. around worthiness Um, Oh yeah. And so the question that that I wanted to ask was um, you know, we notice the energy in the world around self-worth, the feeling of value for each individual. Um, it goes up and down. So when you when you're in that down part where I don't know, and to me it probably seems for me thinking of you, there'd be small moments of unworthiness, but when you are in those moments of feeling unworthy what do you say to yourself or how do you get yourself out of there? And because we know that you know that you now have purpose and there is a reason for you being here on this planet. What do you say to our listeners that when they are in those moments? Still feel disconnected. I would say the the real truth of what I would say, uh, because I work with people on this on a daily basis, is to just be in those feelings. You You cannot change the way you feel it's not a switch that you can turn on and feel happy go go you know we're we're not doing that anymore that's a quick fix that's a spiritual bypass we can't go meditate this away be in those feelings feel unworthy and figure out where that's coming from go to the root of where you're feeling unworthy and what makes you feel like you're not as powerful as other people or I think the biggest unworthiness when I work with people is who am I to be a spiritual guide? Who am I to be a spiritual healer or leader? Like, I can't do what you do. And, and that's this unworthiness that comes up. And, and like, who, who am I? Who am I to be like that? 
And, and that's just such a distortion and illusion. And most of it is coming from some deep programming from childhood, from parents, from relationship, from the collective consciousness and how we were taught. So there's a lot of this unprogramming that happens when you feel unworthy like that. So really sitting with it and going deeper into it and crying about it and figuring out where is this unworthiness coming from? And you teach yourself in those moments and you find yourself and you master yourself and why you're feeling unworthy. And then it starts to alchemize into an understanding, an integration of the wisdom that you're really sitting with. And that's, that's the, the, I think why meditation has gotten me to such a point of mastery is because when I feel those feelings, when I feel like, okay, who am I to be on TV talking about this stuff soon, which I will be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you go, girl. Uh, I'm, I'm meditating and I'm feeling these feelings. Okay. 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 And I don't even know what I'm saying. I don't even know what's coming through, but something's happening. And then I go to sleep and I integrate it and I wake up and I have this knowing in my body. So it's just sitting with those feelings and just being with those feelings. And I think the most powerful thing is to be okay with feeling unworthy and not think that it's wrong for you to feel unworthy because it's an important thing to feel. Yeah, such a beautiful answer because I feel like that's probably one of the most and biggest distractions for most people at the moment is swinging in and out of that feeling unworthy, you know, and then, you know, we have so many um, outside influences to, um, how would I say, influence that, like as in support support it and all of those things, you know, it's like there's a whole world out there that's telling us that there's someone better than you. And yeah. it seems a very basic mm. level thing to talk about, but it's actually quite powerful and quite intense. Right. It is. It is. And and it has happened because like what we were talking about is like a change of guides, a change of guards. And uh, because a lot of the guides and guards and leaders before have a very egotistical way of doing things where it's all about them. And it's all about me, me, me. And look at me. And I know everything. And I know everything I say is like you know, the scripture. And so that's created this like pedestal thing, you know, and I've had clients come up and do the pedestal thing. I said, don't put me on the pedestal. I don't know everything. Like I'm just reflecting things to you. And so that, oh, I'm so used to putting people on a pedestal because there's been this like, keep, keep coming to me for all the answers and you'll be okay. Like you need to take my 20 week program and then you need to take my 10 week program and just keep working with me and you'll be fine. So there's been this whole like, like thing that's created a pedestal thing too, for people to look up to other spiritual guides and leaders. And it shouldn't feel like that. It should feel like, oh, I'm seeing what you're realizing. What I'm telling people too, is when you appreciate someone's teachings, when you connect with them, when you see them as powerful, it's because you're seeing a part of yourself in them that mm-hmm. wants to be activated. And so if you have that understanding, I'm seeing myself in them and this is the part that wants to be activated and I'm gonna oh. activate it. And that changes everything. Oh, yes. that's so Absolutely. beautifully said, yes. so beautifully mm-hmm. said. And the other thing that um, that we talk a lot about as well is that, you know, we are each on an individual journey and what you're, what you're here and what Amanda's here and what I'm here to teach or share mm. is completely different, but the uh, completely the same. <laughs> right, right. It's all like in the same realm of consciousness and we're all... It's like a telepathic understanding that we all have. We all have this understanding of the same thing and we're just experiencing it differently and uniquely. Yeah. Wow. 
and I just yeah just what you just said then gives like a really huge understanding of the collective vibe because we're constantly tapped into it but we yeah. see ourselves and so separate from it which is yeah that is that and that's what creates the unworthiness is you see yourself as separate you see yourself in duality and when you have the understanding of the one you know honestly that is what got me to be able to have contact experiences because I kept seeing these higher dimensional beings extraterrestrials as higher or better than us or more advanced and more knowledgeable than us and that's I went to somebody to help create this connection in my consciousness of the oneness there is no separation so when i when i realized in my mind that there was no separation between me and this being then i had a contact experience that that same day that i had that that click in my consciousness so when you get to that level where you're not thinking that you're separate or lower than or higher than you're just part of one consciousness you'll be able to experience a whole new world yeah that's so beautiful yeah <laughs> yeah it's really exciting isn't it like that it's wow. it's allowing yourself to um be equal you it's know it's like 5d isn't it we're talking 5d we're talking you know there's no duality there's none of that there's no right or wrong up mm. or down left or right yeah. none of it it's just you're sitting in the space of nothingness mm. Right. And that's like, for me here in Los Angeles, I know a lot of celebrities and know a lot of people that are very influential, but I don't see them as any different than me. And I think that's why I work with a lot of them. And that's kind of the way I think about this consciousness thing is if you look at a celebrity, you're like, oh my gosh, like they're so amazing. Like you're separating yourself at this point. You're creating this separation, this duality, this tear that's non-existent. It's created by somebody else and you're just going with it, you know, but in reality, like you're the same, you're part yeah. of each other. So if you're just like, get that to click in the human mind, like it, it changes everything. And not only that is you're totally handing your power over. Yeah. You know Literally. Yeah. yeah. You're taking this power away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that powerless feeling again. Yeah. No, it's so true. Um, Oh, I don't want this to end, no. but we are going to have to end it sooner or later. Can we just talk a little bit around Mount Shasta? So what drew you to Mount Shasta? What was the experience that took you to this? Because oh, it's a physical place. Yeah, and I'm already here in Southern California, so that's Northern California. It's like a nine-hour drive for me. So I had a friend who I connected with that's on this path, and um, she was like, you need to go to Mount Shasta. I just know you need to go. So I went and I had this magical experience, the energy there alone, you can feel it when you're really tapped in and you're sensitive to energy, you can feel the fifth dimensional energy. And I really connected to Lemuria. I had all of these activations occur that brought back memories, that brought back a connection. Um, and I even had an encounter with Adama, who is the high priest of Telos, which is the city under the mountain of Lemurians. And, then, and I learned all about this and then I kept going and going and um, now I'm working. I had to go through initiations, like big, big initiations to be able to go back there, to be able to work with the mountains energy, because it's a powerful energy that you have to be very responsible with. And now I get to bring other people there to experience it. Wow. Wow. Is this Sedona? Is this near Sedona? No. Sedona is another PowerPoint vortex place in Arizona. Okay. And in the other direction so this is like uh the other way in northern california ah wow okay mm -hmm. and 
so the idea with your treat your retreats is that people go there they stay with you they go you know there's like um it's about tapping into this energy of mastery self-mastery yeah so we do a lot of healing work my partner and I who I I was guided to bring her to Mount Shasta we really connected in the energy and we decided to do whole retreats together there um so we're both trained in spinal energetics so we do spinal energetic healing and we do Reiki and we do healing work with people we bring them to the sacred sites and we let them activate in the energy get in the water get the codes from the trees um, and we also, one of the very special things that we do is galactic contact. So uh, we do this activation that we are actually launching very soon. It's a method that we were taught and given throughout the years that we're about to launch and, and give it to the world. Uh, but we do that in person and we see ships, we see UFOs, we have had many contact experiences. So that's something that we do on every retreat. And we do private retreats. We bring people out there privately or we do it with groups, but we're constantly doing healing work and, and going to the sacred sites and having these contact experiences. Amazing. Wow. So amazing. We For our <laughs> listeners, for anyone yeah. that um, we will pop all of this information at the bottom of the podcast um and also I know you're busting to ask something else um <laughs> we will pop um Gail's Insta handle and all of that because all of you people listening are going to want to follow Gail now because you're going to want to go on that yeah yeah <laughs> little gifts of knowledge each day um are amazing yeah yeah so just watching again like on so with the energy clearing things that you were just sharing around like some of the physical experiences mm. your 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 clients are having are quite visceral, like their whole bodies mm. moving and shifting. Is that how would you describe that? What's what's happening in that that moment? Yeah, so a lot of what's happening, some people shake. Um, the shaking and the vibrating is trauma leaving the body. Uh, some people move their spine and they're just moving with the energy because you can feel the energy moving in your spine and you can feel it activating parts of you. And so it just creates this wanting to move the body and help the energy move. So with my first experience, I felt a big opening in the back of my heart and it just created this movement in my spine and I just cried and I released something in my heart that I didn't even know I was holding on to. So it's just a movement with the energy that becomes activated because we're working with the spine and the energies of, we have energetic spines as well as the physical spine. So we're working with the layers of the energy body, the spine, all of this energy is, is movement. Mm -hmm. It's powerful. Very so powerful. powerful. Yeah. So beautiful. So amazing. Oh, thank you for sharing that because that's like quite a, um, a beautiful thing to for people to tap into mm -hmm. of like you know when they're having different treatments and things like that what's actually possible to work with within themselves to I guess reach that level of oh, what's the word I'm looking for yeah just releasing the density you know because sometimes we can be in that loop of having treatments having treatments and having treatments and having it be all about I'm going to get like you were saying this morning I'm going to get healed by this healer but to have yeah. such a you know physical yeah you know about spinal energetics too is it's not you're not trying to activate the kundalini you're actually creating more of an integration of your energy body with your physical body so it also helps the energy balance out in the body instead of always trying to raise your energy up you're yeah. integrating more you're you're integrating it's healing more it's like a deeper healing so um are you guys in australia are you yeah. originally 
So it spinal energetics was created out of Australia. So Dr. Sarah, yeah, she does her trainings mostly in Australia there. So she came here to the U.S. and trained us. Spinal energetics. So Dr. Sarah Jane is the founder. Oh, isn't it? I love the way these things travel around the world and just, you know, um, get into the hands of people that are just, yeah, so aligned and just share. Incredible. Mm. yeah she gifted this knowledge to share with the world and share it with the right people that are responsible with it and understand it and can also show others the way so it's been beautiful seeing it all happen oh mm. that's so amazing thank you thank you thank you so much for joining us today i love you i love <laughs> oh i love you girls <laughs> it's been so amazing i know i listen to going to love and get so much from this um sharing today it was it was everything and more that i could imagine um and hopefully one day you'll come down under and uh, oh. <laughs> and yeah. visit us and um so we can all get to hug you yeah i would love that thank you so much for having me on here and for everybody who's watching and connecting into this energy. It's such a powerful journey and having this show, having this podcast to be able to, to get people connected into the energy together is so powerful. So thank you for having me here and, and doing so great. It's a beautiful activation. I feel like we've just gone like, oh. yeah, but at the same time back into here again in just the most amazing way. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Beautiful soul. Mm. So much. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our Girl Awakening podcast. We are also on YouTube as Girl Awakening. We'd love to see you there with comments on how our guests resonated with you or your own awakening. Please share the love with a like and subscribe while you're there. A blissful thank you to Ksenia Luki, the amazing artist behind our theme song. We will see you next week. Bye. Bye.